Star Wars 7x7 episode 1268. Well, I don't do this too often, but I am going back into the vault today. Last year, I did two episodes on Christmas in the Stars, the wonderful or cringeworthy, depending on your point of view, Christmas album that the fine folks at Lucasfilm put out back in 1980 from Miko Records. And this episode that you're about to hear is the episode telling you the story behind the production and creation of What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Owns a Comb? Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and the Canadian Broadcasting Company has a fantastic article. We will link to it at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. It is an oral history of the creation of Christmas in the Stars, a Star Wars Christmas album. Now, among the luminaries who worked on this album, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I mean, we talked about John Bon Jovi yesterday. And today we're going to talk about Maury Yeston. Now, that is not exactly a household name. However, Maury Yeston has become a Tony Award-winning writer of musicals such as the Titanic musical and Nine. And by writer, I mean a writer of music, a composer, I should have said at the outset. And at the time of Christmas in the Stars, Maury Yeston was none of these celebrated things. He was just a composer trying to make a name for himself, trying to get something done, something out there, trying to get by. And he came recommended from some friends for the project. And when he went in to meet with the team, he actually said, hey, you can't just do random songs from random people. This should have some sort of narrative spine to it, as thin as it may be. But still, it should have some sort of overarching theme connecting everything through. And they were like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. And during that initial meeting, Yeston says that he was thinking only of his seven-year-old son who was completely obsessed with Star Wars. And he was also thinking about the fact that he had never had any note of his music ever recorded commercially. So there was a lot of motivating stuff going on for him to get involved with this project. As for the breakout single from the album, What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas, when he already owns a comb, Yeston says, I wanted to integrate all of the characters I loved, Princess Leia and Han Solo, and of course the Wookiee, who was basically a teddy bear, especially to an eight-year-old. So I thought, of course, since the plot is that the droids are making toys for everybody, and I should interject, that's the plot of the album in case you don't recall it. So Yeston continues, I wrote the intro, a scarf for Skywalker, something else for Princess Leia, but what do we get the Wookiee? So I wrote, what can you get a Wookiee for Christmas if he already owns a comb? And I knew in my heart it was, on a molecular level, I'm reaching into the roots of my childhood and hearing all these crazy, silly songs. This is a classic novelty song. What do you get when he already owns a comb? The answer, of course, is a brush. And famously on the album, they don't actually even answer the question during the song. It's not until later in the album that somebody says, we've figured it out, we know what we're getting him, a brush. So when you don't hear anything about the brush when you hear the song, that will be the reason why. And yes, that does mean I'm going to play the song for you. And then after the break, I'm going to share with you, we did this yesterday, it was pretty funny, what Kieran Gillen and Jordan White from Marvel Comics' Star Wars line, what they had to say when they were going track by track through the Star Wars Christmas album. In the meantime, here is What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb. Let me see. We have a scarf for Skywalker, right? Yes. And 
perfume for the princess? Yes, yeah, but it... What about Han Solo? Couldn't we get him here, love? That leaves one big problem. The Wookiee! Couldn't we get him a comb? We gave him a comb last year. What can you get? A wooden for Christmas when he already podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility, and I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an astromech right inside your car, right? You know, the X-Wings will have astromechs, but in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane, and it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies. You can learn more about it 
at sw7x7.com slash NIM. Yeah, that's the initials for Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Once again, that's sw7x7.com slash NIM. Welcome back. So yesterday we shared from Comic Book Resources, that's CBR.com, the interview that they did with Jordan White, who is the editor of Marvel's Star Wars Comics line, and Kieran Gillen, who is the writer of the Darth Vader series from Marvel, what they had to say about R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And so today, their comments on what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb. Jordan goes straight to the jugular and says, So it turns out the toy-making droids are programmed to be bigots. Honestly, I thought we were past this sort of racist humor. Ha! All a Wookiee needs in life is a comb, since all he is is his hairy appearance. Right, it's completely outside of the realm of their imagining that a Wookiee could need a tie clip. Wookiees can't be businessmen, they're just hairy. Honestly. Sounds like you do need to give them some love and understanding, but we've got a ways to go before you get there. As for Karen Gillen, who earlier in their discussion started hypothesizing that the S in S clause on the album actually stood for Sith, so it's a Sith clause, Sith Lord S clause. And Karen Gillen suggests the tune is jaunty, which makes him suspect the droids are going to get annihilated by Sith Lord S clause when he notices his staff are knocking off and singing. He also says, how did Chewbacca know what he got for Christmas? Because he gets given the same things every year. And it's always a comb due to everyone's inability to understand him on a deeper level. He would really like to get a razor so he can go for one of those fashionable buzz side cuts, but no, just another bloody comb. All right, so I guess it is hard to take seriously after all. And I'd love to hear your comments about it at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com or hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash SW7X7. Or search Star Wars 7X7 that way. That'll get you to us, too. And on Twitter, we are SW7X7 Podcast, so find us that way, too. Whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it's a merry one. It's a merry Christmas for us. It may be something different for you if it is. There is one thing I wish you, and I think Boss Nass said it best. No, 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 not that. Try again, Boss Nass. There you go. That's the one. I wish you peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.